All right, welcome to a comeback episode of the Beyond the Boundary IPL podcast. We are being a little more uh, quiet because it's 11-12 p.m. In, in India and it's just been, what, about an hour and a half since the retentions were officially announced, unless you want to count Cricket Info's uh, updates that have been coming through the day, but uh, welcome back to all of our fans. And Thomas, first of all, first thoughts on, on coming back to the podcast and, and then maybe you can give me your thoughts on the retention. How have you been? Has, has life been a little more different for you since that final happened back in the ring of fire? What's been up? Uh, uh, I mean, everything's fine. But like, I mean, all the goings-on has happened with you. Like, I mean, you're the guy with the new job. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, get to that later. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, with me, it's okay. Like, uh, I mean, I'm, life has gone on. And, yeah, I mean, like, it's been a brief thing from our last episode. It was like a month, yeah. month and a half. Yeah. So, yeah. It, I'm fine. Like, I'm healthy, like now with Omicron and all that, like hopefully I continue to stay that way. I I do remember reading that we had about a 0.8% listenership in South Africa and a few other African countries. So in case there is, I don't know, a 0.8% of a person listening to us right now, uh, we really hope everyone is safe because this new variant, uh, we just don't know too much about it. But but yeah, I I would get to, to, to... Myself before we get to the auction, I I've switched jobs. I'm I'm working a job that's a little less stressful now. It still is stressful, but but you know I'm I'm working for for those of you that that probably listen to us abroad. I am working for a company that is owned by the owners of Mumbai Indians, but I'm still not going to be biased uh, upfront. <laughs> but we we get to that later. Let's let's get straight into the the retentions. So, uh, Thomas, first up, we're, we're probably going to... I mean, with... before the retentions, I think we have to talk about the new franchises, right? Like, how much they mm. bought for and etc, etc. Yeah, I mean... Or do we get going, to it in the end? If, if you want to be like uh, our home minister and follow the chronology of events, uh, but yeah, like, we can, we can do that. that right? Yes, yes, we can, we can do that. I don't, I don't have the numbers straight up in front of me, but yeah, like we know, it's... it's uh, Ahmedabad and Lucknow, the two franchises that have been bought. And yeah, Thomas, do you want to get into the, the, the nitty-gritties of this acquisition? Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking up the numbers right now. Okay, I, can, I remember Ahmedabad was 7,000 7, uh, approximate, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, it is quite cheap, actually. I mean, compared it's, to the Lucknow one. Lucknow one was just incredible. Yeah. How much it went for? It's like the Sanjeev Goenka really splurged on that one. That's all I would yeah. say. Like, I mean, I think he's just taken a big bet on. Oh, actually, if I can, I can, I can get into your into the the details of what Sanjeev Goenka said. All right. So I saw this interview he did yeah. about twenty four hours after getting the the team. I think he did it on this. Indian broadcast channel called NDTV. And uh, he he spoke about how he's kind of taken a bet on, uh, you know, the the value of, of the IPL kind of appreciating. But but his, his logical conclusion was that uh, the average value of an IPL team back in 2008 was about 70. 
uh, crores. And the highest valued IPL team right now is the CSK, who's become the first IPL team to be a unicorn. For those of you who don't know, unicorn are privately held companies that are not public and have a valuation of $1 billion. Uh, so that's CSK's value right now. So if you take that value and, you know, translate that into um, Indian rupees, that's approximately 7,800 crores. And these guys, they, they, they bought the Lucknow. So the Ahmedabad team was bought for 5,625. And the Lucknow IPL team was bought for 7,090. So what his logic was that this is still 700 crores lesser than CSK, which is the best IPL franchise. And obviously you need to build a culture around that. But the bet that he's taken is that he needs to make these payments across a 10-year contract. And on top of that, the IPL average revenue, I think, if I'm not wrong, range between the range of 130 to 160 crores a season. So what he's, he's kind of betting on is that that revenue uh, kind of increasing every year monumentally. And at the same time, the value of the team, like the asset that he owns the value of that appreciating so much across 10 years that 7,000 would just seem like, you know, buying a really good large cap stock when it was priced in the middle. It wasn't like a, like a crash, but he kind of bought it in the middle and now it's worth 14,000. I think that's what he's eyeing. I feel like it's a good business decision if you have the cash, but he did overpay. He did definitely overpay. I think it's a big bet because the staying power of a new franchise compared to the other eight franchises yeah. is less, right? Because if you think of it, like we've had this experiment before. This is not the first time we've introduced two new franchises into the league. So yeah. like the first time we had uh, Kochi Tuskers Kerala and Pune Warriors India coming. Yep. In. Pune Warriors India, they had the Sahara family uh, owning it. And mm-hmm. you know we know what happened to that. And the, the yep. Kochi yep. Tuskers Kerala... They literally lasted for one season because, I mean, there were a lot of dodgy dealings in that one. Yes. So, right, right now, Sanjeev Goenka, he would have to pay seven, not nine crores per year, right? Yep. And whereas the turnover from his businesses are coming to around 600 crores per year. So, I, I, I mean, I don't know how he's going to fork out the money, but damn, yeah. he, he really put his... No, no, I think Thomas... Like if, if you really want to get into financials, if you if you own an asset like an IPL team, right? And and if you're a if you're if you're a business owner who makes an excess of six hundred crores a year, it's very easy for you to to have to get access to debt. If I mean that's the thing about millionaires do. Mm-hmm. Like they use they use debt really smartly across uh, all the time. And then that's the thing. If they have to pay seven hundred crores, yeah. yeah. So I think. I think he's he's kind of capitalizing on and and plus the thing is he's buying the team on the brink of a new television deal, right? So that that hundred and fifty crores a, a season could actually be three fifty four hundred crores from next year onwards. So uh, yeah, 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 I, I don't think that will offset the thing, right? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like so there, there's a very good chance that that you you'd feel like he got a really good deal. Uh, especially if, if like, I, I mean, for the lack of a better word, I'm going to call this an EMI, or let's just say I'm going to call it an installment. An EMI makes it sound like he's buying a fridge. Uh, but uh, the thing is that, that you know, you never know. IPL team's revenue could be close to 600 crores after the new deal, at least from what I'm hearing from inside the media industry. Because, yeah. I mean, I don't want to reveal any numbers, but we've had meetings 
about what the bid potentially could be. Uh, I, I'll maybe tell you privately in person, but obviously not on on the podcast. Uh, at least for now. I mean, of because course. I don't know who's listening to this now <laughs> anymore. Uh, but yeah. but yeah, that's that's just how how things work, right? Uh, so so yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, but different. like I'm saying, he has a major disadvantage compared to CBC Capital. They own the Ahmedabad franchise, yes. and they're basically a VC fund, right? And yes. the capitalist fund, basically. So they're able to like for them, it's much easier for them to finance debt. Oh yeah, and like, if, if you know one thing about venture capitalist funds, they know how to handle debt really well. Uh, so that's the yep. thing. They 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 could they could go ahead yeah, they, and. And yeah, make a really good deal out of this. And provided, I mean, this is with a pinch of salt, but everyone should know that the CVC Capital team is going through some sort of a investigation right now. Investigation. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, we don't want to get too into the details of that because, I mean, by the time this is out, there's a very good possibility that everything could be could be hunky-dory or we could have, I don't know, the, the third highest bidder in the auction Um Coming, coming with the Andhra team, uh, and and for those yeah, of you that, that can, can connect the dots, and for those of you that can connect the dots, just go take a look at the bids, and 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 if you are kind of a politically charged person, <laughs> you'd be able to to do the math. I'm just going to put it at that, yeah. uh, because I mean nothing is apolitical anymore. Everything's political. Uh, being apolitical is political as well, as some people say. Uh, so so yeah. Now I think. Um, we we did kind of mention that they bought them for five thousand six hundred twenty-five, and what we know for now, even though there has been some clarity and then there's been some sort of dodginess about it as well, is that the the two new teams are going to have the opportunity to to pick up three players each uh, before uh, the 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 mega auction. So you know we're we're going to go in. Uh, with with that, at least from what we've heard right now, is that they can get up to two Indians and one foreign player. Uh, rumor had it that the draft was supposed to be tomorrow, which is December first. Actually, in yeah, but now given the investigation and all of that, there's there's still not much clarity on it. So we're not gonna get too deep into that. Uh, Thomas, anything you wanna add on the two new teams before we get into the the retentions? I mean, nothing new. Like, I mean, we, we can really talk about the behavior of them unless, I mean, on seeing who they go for and they're able yeah. to predict something. I mean, based on the, the cricketing operations per se. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, think may, maybe the other yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, right. I think we've told enough about the financial side of it. I mean, there's a lot of like variables and yeah. whatnot. I mean, if, if you want to know more about the financial side, please, you can watch. CNBC in any country. Yeah. And I mean that because they're such a big uh, whatever. But yeah, go ahead. Uh, do do the, do the math. And yeah, we're, we're going to get straight into the retentions. And I think the first one that me and Thomas kind of did contemplate a lot about, especially when the ESPN report came in terms of their retentions, uh, was CSK. And since they're first on the official IPL website, we're going to go in that order. So CSK went with Ravindra Jadeja at 16 crores, MS Dhoni at 12, um, Mohin Ali at 8, and Rituraj Gaikwad at 6. So yeah, first up, Thomas, what are your uh, thoughts? I'm, I'm, I'm going to say, not even first up, I'm going to say second up, if you get my pun there, 
uh, with Dhoni being yeah. retained. And 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 for for oh, those man. of you who say it's an emotional decision, uh, I just want to put a caveat that this may be the last mega auction ever. And MS Dhoni turns forty one next July. He's forty years old right now. So yeah, go Thomas, take it away. Oh my God, this is like. I mean, I'm just laughing inside, you know, like, it's just like hilarious seeing this, you know, he's feeling a living, literally, like, yeah. I don't think, like, even you would, you would also agree, I mean, even oh, yeah. you would I think also agree, given yeah. that the auction is, is, is in under question now, the mega auctions, it could be a draft, it could be a trade, I am very against this right now, like, I'm so against it, I can't yeah, even begin like, to fathom even, yeah, even before that also, like, I mean, yeah. I, I really don't think so. Like, even so, like, if you take for argument's sake, he goes into the auction pool. How much would he have gotten? One fourth of this, I guess, max? Yeah, you can say so. Well, right. Yeah. Yeah, r- roughly one fourth of this. So three he would be getting. So, I mean, I don't know what CSK is. Thinking is and See, I, I, I won't I'm, say three because I just realized he probably set his base prices too. Uh, so yeah, I'll say about six tops. Okay, whatever. For four, six, I, I would, for, for four I for captaincy, two four. for yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I will top it out at four, so one third the price. Anyways, he won't go for more than half what he eventually got now. So it is just like. I mean, this reminds me of what you like, uh, like you you kept on like. I mean, you you like before you knew that this was this could be the last mega auction. You yeah. made a case, you know, for it, like saying that oh, they want to like do like a proper handing over of the captaincy, which is bullshit according to me. Because okay. I mean, in cricketing terms, I mean, I think the captain is slightly overrated. Uh, oh, no, uh, no. Like, compa- we we'll get to that later, but okay. <laughs> yeah, no, let, let me explain, okay? Yeah. So now, we let me use an example here. So like, Owen Morgan. Yeah. He's considered like the great, I mean, a great captain. Like, this great limited overs specialist or whatnot, you know, like I, yeah. I don't want to say he's just, he's basically the inventor of, uh, what is it? Uh, cream cheese. Then that's the way uh, slice we talk bread. about him. <laughs> yeah, slice yeah. bread. Yes, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I mean, I, what nobody keeps in mind is he was literally one uh, one straight bat away from losing that World Cup final because I mean, yeah. if Stokes that bat hadn't like whatever deflected that ball towards the boundary. And whatever the very ambiguous rules were there, he possibly wouldn't have won that World Cup. So, what is his legacy then, you know, as a captain? And, you know, you, you can make the argument that part of the reason why KKR went for him is because of that, right? I don't think they went for him for any other reason. Because, yeah, he's this captain, like, oh, he took from the, what is it, Brendan McCullum school of captaincy. And so it's all about, you know, these. Small, small moments here and there. And in cricket, the variance uh, of any ball, you know, there's a high block. Uh, a lot of things can happen per ball. So you really can't control a lot of, like, you you could say, yeah, the captain is important for all the three. 
field placements, etc., etc. But even those field placements are, you know, you're kind of hoping that the batsman hits to those regions. You need not have to hit there. So yeah, that's what I would say in this case. So yeah, if you're putting retaining Dhoni for 12 crores yeah. to hand over this captaincy, it's bogus. And mm-hmm. this just reminds me, you know, like this is... Uh, like, you, you, I mean, a lot of you will be knowing what has gone on at Manchester United. You know, like, I mean, they lost. They, 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 they're basically a circus. And mm-hmm. this has happened coincidentally since the retirement of Fergie in yeah. 2013. So, like, and, and I would like to clarify for our non-football fans that it is not Fergie the artist <laughs> from Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> it's Sir Alex Ferguson. Thank you. Sorry, continue. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so this is very good article by Rory Smith in the New York Times. So basically, like, he just details how Manchester United since then, they've been trying to, like, unlock the secret sauce behind what made him the, what made him the manager he was. So, you know, they tried a, a variety of different stuff. So first they went with a guy similarly in his mold in David Moyes, who's like, you know, from Scotland and hardworking and et cetera, et cetera. You could build around him for the long term. But then they didn't give him time and they sacked him within eight months. Then after that, they went with Van Hal, a yes. tactical genius. Uh, or like, I mean, an older guy who made a lot of contributions to football, especially with the young Ajax team in the 90s. But he also didn't do as well. Then they went with the serial trophy winner and Jose. Like, oh, like he's going to deliver us the thing. And then they finally ended up with uh, Ollie, who was like this. Who's, who was at his, the wheel, mind you? Yeah, who's at the wheel, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, importantly. But yeah, he was basically, uh, he, he was a former player under Ferguson and they thought, oh, his time under Ferguson would have given him, you know, the, the knowledge would have just transferred into him and what not, what not. So, you know, if you look at all those strategies, they've all backfired. And now they've just gone in a new direction, which we have to really wait and see how it goes. Yeah. Could be good, could be bad. But yeah, so basically they've been in the wilderness for like eight years now. So with this, they, uh, CSK, they risk making such a transition like this because I mean, Dhoni, like, okay, even though I have a lot of misgivings about him and all that, he is, what you would say, a once-in-a-generation leader. Yes. So, you can never, what is it? Fully Transfer knowledge him. or even get a, yeah. transfer knowledge or get a duplicate of him. Mm-hmm. So, you give, you, you, you find a guy who is his own man and who has a different way of working. It could work, it could not work, but you have to, see it without the specter of Dhoni being there. Yeah. And one more thing, they can they could have just employed him as a mentor or coach. They don't need him as a player. He's just taking up a place and he's taking up money. And also if it's that thing where he has to play his final game in Chennai or something, uh, like I mean, I don't know whether it's still there in football anymore. There's this thing called a testimonial where in, if you've been at a club for 10 years, you bring the gang together and you play a random team and at your home ground and all that. 
there are so many ways they could have gotten around this and they went with the most stupidest way possible that's all i have to say okay okay i think my my reaction i have to say wasn't as um extremist thoughts see i i think uh okay so what thomas kind of mentioned in terms of me uh talking about the the transfer of power all right so i i actually i i i agree with your alex ferguson uh, analogy but i feel like the transfer of power there wasn't done well either sure fergie was kind of part of the board and everything and he was yeah he was and taught, he shouldn't have been yeah you, you shouldn't like, yeah yeah, yeah I, know. I know i know i know i know again i don't want to get too much into the football analogy especially if this is people who just listen to cricket right but yeah. uh, what i feel like is the reason dhoni stayed is a uh, even though whatever the people who broadcasted uh, basically star sports broadcasted the retention special all of them were talking about how ravindra jadeja is supposed to be the next leader i don't think that's the case to begin with uh be yeah, uh, i so. i don't and one more thing that people kind of forget is for me at, at least even um, yeah last season was not the best but uh i feel like dhoni is also for the longest time has been the best wicketkeeper in the league as well right i feel like they they need to keep him around to identify that shot they can do that with uh him being as a mentor and and even keep it that way but uh sure i felt like if they, there was going to be another option uh, even i i was pretty certain that even if they retained dhoni he would never be the first attention because csk is not the kind of team that would they succeed crores then he gets uh, he retires and that 16 crores comes back into the auction they're never a team that goes in with a huge purse they kind of keep their core and then they build around that so where i'm coming from here is that this is kind of dhoni's um transfer to power season at the same time what what they're going to do is uh because i know he's not an intrusive character which is where he's the opposite of sir alex ferguson the sir alex ferguson was someone who was in like such entire took entire control of his team and he was such a disciplined man the players kind of feared him is what i would say and at least from what i i i consume so much cricket media every interview i've seen of every player that's played under ms dhoni has only had good things to say about him about how his door is always open he's a friendly person he backs his players even if you mess up like you know that there, there are very few players that have joined chennai um, and and like you know they've just had bad things to say about him that's that's never happened whether you take that internationally or locally so i feel like what this is kind of happening is is uh because I, i'm not sure thomas if you have ever worked at a new organization right it's it's terrifying it takes a long time to kind of find the ropes and i know that dhoni is not as uh if i for lack of a better word stupid as the 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 people who were in the studio uh, who claimed that ravindra jadeja is going to be the captain i think dhoni knows that as well ravindra jadeja is his mvp but he, if you if you give him the responsibility of captaincy he's going to crumble under that and what i think is going to happen now is that dhoni is going to identify the next maybe he's going to go to csk and say you know what these two players is who i'm looking at uh, as a captain and you guys need to go give me one of them and then once that person comes in he's just going to be like you know what this is the organization this is how it works i want you to bring your own strength to this but just know that this is the culture that we have built and we want you to build on that and then i feel like he needs to kind of do the same thing 
uh, with a finisher and a wicketkeeper because these are the three roles that he's kind of been holding for so long. And I feel like as a player, he can do that a little more often. I don't think he's going to play the whole season for sure. And I, I still think given the rumours and there was an article by Times of India as well that this could be the last mega auction or also, you know, BCC could be scrapping the auction system. Now, obviously, these are all rumours. But if there's any truth to this, this could be a suicidal sort of move for uh, CSK because barring CSK, I feel like every kind of franchise is sorted in terms of their leadership. Uh, sure, RCB is going to be looking for a captain, uh, even even KKR. But these are these are teams that have a leadership core that's that's going to be playing for another three four years, right? Uh, so I feel like it could yeah, be like- suicidal on that point. But I'm not going to go as extreme as Thomas to say that, that you know what. I don't think the monumental game logic works in the BCCI. Uh, but yeah, he could have he could have retired. But also one more thing that I, I feel, which is the reason why they've retained him, is just the brand value that he brings. If he wasn't playing this season, and, and maybe, let's say at the start of the season, he says, you know what, this is my last season here. It kind of gives fans some time, time to heal as well. And because Dhoni didn't say anything about retirement, at the end of last season, you kind of need to keep the brand intact and, and think of a post. And because I work in marketing, I can imagine the marketing team sitting and just racking their heads because for, for, for 12 years, not 12 years now, how many, 14 years almost, their marketing plan has just been, oh, you know what, Taladhoni, right? That's all. We just play on that and make him look at a camera with like a low shot angle where he's whistling and we're done. We don't have to work hard for the rest of the season. Uh, that's all they have to have had to do. So I feel like from a brand perspective as well, which is very important for a team like Chennai, given that they've built that unicorn value, right? Uh, but yeah, if there's anything for you to add on Dhoni, and then we'll just move to Gaikwad and and Moin Ali as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I I completely dis- disagree on those points because, like, okay, I mean, I get that you know, like, see, there's one more thing, you like, I'm I'm telling you. All the other franchises, they'll be laughing at how much Dhoni is making. Curl crows, whatever. I mean, I get that, okay, you want to keep him for all those intangibles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, and one more thing, that the part where we saw, right, oh, he won't play the full season. What's yeah. the point of him being there? You're paying him uh, money to whatever, the expectation of being there for at least one season. Yeah. So, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sack off half the season. I've done my job. Yeah, I've, I've handled transition of power. My work is done. So, I'm, I'm going to retire in between because, you know, ah, that's what I feel like. And I pocketed my 12 crores. That's what it's... Uh, <laughs> that's what it... That's what I think of it as because mm-hmm. that is just stupid because they could have... Like, what is the lowest retention they could have got him for? Six crores? Yeah. If he had come back for six crores, I mean, I wouldn't have been complimentary of the deal, but I would have been, you know, okay, six crores, they thought, okay, six crores is a very throwable value. I mean, not throwable in that sense, it's a more palatable value, you know, compared to what his, what he is doing from yeah. a critic sense. And yeah, you're giving six crores for his captaincy. Uh, with his intellect and whatnot, which is fair enough, even though I don't think it's worth that much. But in this case, I mean, 
I mean, I'm I'm okay with it if he had gone for twelve six crores instead of the twelve yeah. crores. I mean, he's gone enough and more money, and I think he would have endeared himself more to the fans. Like, if you think of it from a branding perspective, also, like if he had taken that, you know, six crores. Look at him, humble Zoli. He has taken the lowest possible, what is it, slab of money, mm-hmm. and he's come back. To give closure to the fans, you yeah. you get what I mean, no? Even yeah, yeah, like, I I do, I do. No, okay, yeah. let me put it this way, okay, man. Uh, so pre working in in marketing and post working in marketing has only been what about two and a half weeks now, but what I can tell you is you have no idea what a brand value of even one kind of influencer is, okay? Because I've been dealing with hmm. people who have about two lakh followers on Instagram. and i shit you not they charge close to 6 lakh rupees for for a 3 minute video okay hmm. stuff like that just just look at the amount of of influence and and the brand that dhoni brings i feel like this 12 crores is nothing in terms of the the payment uh, perspective they make this money back just by the amount of brand work that they get dhoni to do and and if you value his captaincy at 6 I'm saying I value the brand at six then at least it's probably more than that, but so I feel in terms of a monetary perspective they make their money back instantly. But I'm I'm just saying it's from like a, a Ronaldo argument, right? Like yeah, like exactly. You bring back person like that. Again, yeah. I don't want to get into yeah, too I many mean, football analogies uh, because this. Is yeah, true, true. But like I mean, your main aim is to win on the cricket team, right? You want yeah, to have of course. It is that right? I feel like one. he. again csk is is a franchise that is so focused on the now and i feel like that is going to come back to bite them at some point and i now yeah. now they, they see there could be a chance that bcs say okay we're scrapping mega auctions for good but because we're still yeah. figuring out like you know can we do a transfer system can we do a, a free agency system can we do a draft system like we have in the nba and the nfl uh, can we can we you know experiment a little bit with with that aspect but it's not something that can happen overnight right so i have a feeling that yeah, the mini auction yeah the mini auction system could persist for at least another two seasons uh so in that time if if you can you know uh if there is a franchise that lets a leader go and and they can snap him up then i feel like this gamble is worth it but it's still a gamble because you've, yeah. you've basically kept him for 12 and if there's a chance that bcci are figuring out uh you know the 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 draft system as we speak and you know mid season they just announced that you know what we have a draft system now and there's going to be a free agency and um all the people who were retained in the last auction are are just stuck with their teams for 3 years now chennai could be in yeah. a real pickle like they they may have to like you know do something like give gaikwad the the captaincy or give it to jadeja for a while till they figure stuff out and kind of have dhoni in a mentorship role where He he probably needs Jadeja on a Bluetooth piece, just telling him what to do in what situation. Like you know, you you could yeah, have. Yeah, there's this. one more thing. Yeah. I mean, they could have done this on the down low, retained him as a mentor, and yeah. given him the twelve crores. I mean, on the hush hush, because we don't really know the whatever the salary of the support staff, right? We we really oh, yeah. don't know. I mean, if if you want to take yeah. it from a BCCI perspective, right? Um, I think. Yeah. uh what's his name ravi shastri was making 8 crores a year as yeah. india india coach and rahul dravid rumored to make 
so yeah. and I, if you look at an IPL perspective, they probably make six minimum, and then I'm guessing you add six more for the brand value because you you can have coaches uh, on advertisement billboards and stuff, but players have more media commitments than support staff does because support staff needs yeah. to plan and strategize, right? So I think if it's on a yeah. hush hush and and you know they say mid season that you know what Dhoni is player coach. Like you have in, in in football, it could work out for them. But yeah, yeah okay. Now I think Ravindra Jadeja, no brainer for me. He's he's the most valuable player uh, in the league right now because he's Indian. He's the best fielder uh, in the league. Depends on how Fabian Allen comes back post his injury. But let's just say from a popular perspective, Jadeja is the best fielder in the world. More mainstream. More mainstream. Yeah, uh, Fabian Allen is like an indie movie. Fabian Allen is like Fight Club when it came out. Uh, yeah, and then you know what? Like six years later, we'll be like, "Oh, there's a podcast where those two guys said Fabian Allen's the best fielder, and they'll probably discover it then." But till then, let's just say Ravindra Jadeja is Shawshank Redemption. Uh, <laughs> okay, and, uh, so Fabian Allen is uh, Fight Club. Yeah, he's Fight Club. They're both great movies, but Shawshank Redemption yeah. had immediate reception. While uh, yeah. Fight Club took about four to five years, and that's exactly the timeline we're giving Allen to burst onto the scene. Uh, but then, yeah, yeah. Ravindra Jadeja, no-brainer at 16. If if you if you even give him uh, 5.333 for each uh, facet of the game that he brings, which is his fielding, his batting, and his bowling, it's worth it, right? Yeah, he's yeah. worth the 16 crores. So that's a no-brainer. No one's questioning that. Uh, Moin Ali, I think, as a third attention, pretty decent. But again, like I, I would say Moin Ali is old, but then we're talking about Chennai again, right? Because uh, yeah. if we look at Moin Ali's age, oh, bro, he's six years before, like he's six years away from Chennai thinking about retiring him because he's 34 years old. Uh, so, yeah, so, so, so yeah, he's, he's, he's in the, he's, the peak of his He's years. a young buck. He's, a, he's yeah, bursting onto the scene right now. Uh, but yeah, again, yep, yep. an experienced person gives them that option at number three, given that they're probably not going to invest in Suresh Raina. But, but I, like you can trust Chennai to go out and try to buy him in the auction. But I think hmm. Moin Ali is still the sealed number three batsman. And even if they buy Raina back, he's, he's probably going to play at number four like he did last season. Uh, and Moin Ali, again, provides you quite a bit with like a handy couple overs with the ball, especially given if if they're going to be playing at, at the Chapa, uh, Moin Ali could be a very good addition uh, or to this team. And then you have Ruturaj Gaikwad, no-brainer, emerging player of the year, orange cap holder, was what? Yeah. I think he was he was very unlucky to miss out on making his T20 debut for India. Uh, I'm, it still baffles me that, that Rohit Sharma didn't give him the cap, given that India were 2-0 up in the series. But... Uh, no, think, he did play in the Sri Lanka series, right? He played in the Sri Lanka series, but this was this was with the whole sort of gamut of players, right? Um, oh yeah, yeah so he's capped, yeah. he's capped. But I'm saying that this was this was I would say that was the India A side that just got the BCCI India logo before going, and they got uh, Dhawan and 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 Hardik, and I think Chahal went to that series as well. Uh, but barring yeah. these these three sort of senior players, and Bhuvi was kind of in the down low anyway around that time. Uh, it was it was an yeah. India A side. It was Rahul Dravid who was the the under nineteen coach and the India A coach. So it was it was it had a very India A feel. This this was Rohit Sharma's captain, right? 
you did have a few players mm-hmm. resting, but but you had Rohit and KL up front in the same squad. Just Kaikwad getting that experience there against New Zealand, right? Against Trent Bolt and Tim Saudi uh, in in India, wearing the jersey, the India jersey. It would have just been great exposure. But yeah, Kaikwad no brainer once again. Was the best young player in the league last year. Uh, but yeah, anything else to add on Chennai? We've taken up quite a lot of time with that. But I think the next we are going to be a little, a little smooth. Yeah, like I mean, Gaikwad is a relative baby in that team, and yeah, yeah. he's getting six crores. So yeah, cool. So, yeah, I, mean, I think I mean I'm happy for that. Also, you have to you have to realize that, like you know, typically when you look at a player, they say you know what we're looking at him with a 10, 10 year. Um, sort of outlook. Given that Gaikwad's 24, they're looking at him with a 16-year outlook. Because yes, correct. I'm sorry for cracking these yeah. dad jokes again, but it's true. It, like we're we're in 2021 right now. <laughs> I can imagine 2038, and Gaikwad will be retiring for Chennai <laughs> around that time. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, okay. Let's uh, any any notable uh, you know players that that you feel like. Who missed out? I think we have to talk about Faf before we move to Delhi. Yeah, so the, the, that problem, it's a problematic thing because, yeah, they, they, they had to take Bonnie, right? So, like, for that yeah. reason, they couldn't take anyone else, right? So yeah, because Faf is three years away. Three, he has three more peak years. He's 37. Correct. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just astounded. Uh, Faf was, could have taken one of those, could have taken the Bonnie slot. Shardul yeah. also could have taken the Dhoni slot, even they were Chahar. Yeah. Like, I mean, you will do your whatever, you shuffle the whatever the monies accordingly. I mean, I don't know, I wouldn't put them as a second, yeah. uh, whatever, second slot player, but you know, you, you take away the cap and you pay them lesser. You could have done a lot of stuff. True. Something like like Delhi did. I think that's a segue. Yeah. That those are the three players that I wanted to mention as well. I wanted to mention Faf. I wanted to mention Deepak Chahar and and Shadul. Uh, not Bravo because he's retired from. He's retired. Yeah, but has he retired from the IPL? I think he said he's not. But it's kind of like Gale coming back in the auction around the same time. Um, <clears throat> but okay. Yeah, I'm going to move on to to Delhi now. I think Delhi Delhi did a very smart job with their retentions, but again, because uh, they kind of had international players, and they, they, they did end up taking a little larger haircut of three crores. Uh, but I think very smart retentions. You have Rishabh Pant, you have Akshar Patel, Prithvi Shah, and Andrik Nokia. Uh, they do have notable uh, omissions, but we get to that towards the end. But yeah, Thomas, what were your thoughts on, on Delhi? I think they're the smartest job. With mm-hmm. like uh, with the constraints they had, they went with the four best things. Like uh, like we all knew the writing was on the wall when Shapant was named as his captain, and he remained as captain in the second half. That yeah. he was definitely going to stay, and he would get the highest thing, and that share side would go would be released, and he. I mean, I I I, I mean, I, I don't fault share side for having more ambition. Because he showed also in his one season, I mean, couple of seasons as captain that he's got good captaincy chops and whatnot. And he did show his temperament on his test debut as well, to be very honest. Yeah, correct. So, I mean, I don't fault him. Like, uh, we'll get on to 
people who are or maybe uh, like yeah. i mean snakes Okay, okay, yeah, okay, I'm okay. calling is that so? Snakes on the plane, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So like uh, that. So there, yeah. So they had to choose between Iyer and Pant. They chose Pant. Then like the, I think the choice was between Patricia and Shikhar Dhawan. They chose Patricia because he's younger, of course. Yeah. Uh, which is a no-brainer. I mean, in that respect, and they ended up getting him for lesser, uh, to compared to what they were supposed to get, and. Akshar Patel, uh, I mean, I maybe would have gone with Kagisar Abada, but Akshar Patel, because they're playing in Delhi, slow, low wicket, they need a spinner like him, plus he bats, he's a decent fielder, whatnot, good enough player. And Nokia, mm-hmm. I mean, I think they took him over Abada because he's a more, uh, at least in the last two years, you can use him in any stage of the game. Whereas mm-hmm. Abada was more of a Death merchant, a lot of and, and if I'm not wrong, Nokia Nokia's is is faster, right? He's a few clicks faster than Rabada, so that kind of gives yeah, you an, ad, yeah. uh, an advantage on a slow wicket like Delhi, where you're not able to extract anything out of it. But if you have a raw pace, you can extract anything out of like a mat wicket as well. Yeah, true. So, so I, I mean, I don't think smart. there's much we can like fault or debate about them. Like Dolly, like we gave the four options and they went with those. Mm-hmm. I mean, they 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 took the right path. They 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 had to to think. I mean, the fun tire thing only time will tell. We have to see. Yeah, yeah that's a gamble that they them. they picked. They they chose to take, and yeah, I think they have to live yeah, with the I mean, consequences. It could be positive for them, or it could be it could go extreme. Yeah, and more. if you think of it, like I mean, we were talking the branding. Also, he's a local Delhi boy. All that stuff. Yeah, if you yeah. think of it, that. Oh yeah, from a brand, brand perspective, Rishabh Pant is gold. Given the the kind of yeah. character he is as well, uh, his antics behind the stumps, especially while 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 spinners, all of that stuff. Yeah, from a brand perspective, Rishabh Pant's amazing, and I think. Akshar, like you said, they they went with him maybe for uh, the the all round ability that he gives, and and you know if it, like I don't want to get too much like jump into the emissions this early, but you mentioned Rabada. If if it was me, right? If it they were playing in any other ground, right? yeah, yeah, I was gonna get to uh, two players that that I I would have maybe picked over Akshar was Avesh Khan and Stoinis, but that is only if I was playing in any other ground but Delhi. Maybe maybe any other ground but Delhi and Jaipur. Uh, I would I would have gone with Avesh Khan or Stoinis just because Avesh Khan mm-hmm. has just been such a such a great young bowler. And I feel like he's gonna get such a large sum in the auction. I don't think he's draft material yet, but he's he's gonna yeah. bag a lot of money. And same thing with Stoinis, like a proper three-dimensional player. And yeah, but but good job from Delhi. I, I would say yeah. Pretty recent. It's just that they they probably lose three three crores. Uh, I mean, not they 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 don't lose three. They lose fifty lakhs. Sorry, that's my bad. Uh, compared to yeah. Chennai and every other team that retained four. Uh, okay, let's go yeah. with um, any anything to add before we go to KKR. You can maybe add it and then mm. move on to KKR. Uh, no, nothing. But yeah, really nothing because I mean, they did the best job out of everyone. I felt mm-hmm. KKR. I KKR I I was very confused, you know, because uh, I I I want them to take. I mean, so my thing before the official yeah. thing came out was to take Narayan Chakravarti, uh, Venkatesh Iyer, and 
the party yeah. they've taken three out of that and i think the the party one they uh, who did they take instead bangladesh ayer and varun chakravarti ah they took a uh, uh, rasul instead of uh, oh wait you didn't have rasul in your uh, initial party. list is that so? no i didn't okay. that's interesting yeah so uh, i i was uh, i was juggling between narayan and rasul okay i thought that i mean rasul there are a lot of question marks basically mm-hmm. his fitness is a major thing and for that reason is he you're shelling out if you going to give me he will be the first slot so yeah but they paid him 12 which isn't a bad yeah, yeah true i'm just saying but like uh, i mean you're taking a big gamble like how rajasthan they also had the you know opportunity to retain uh, archer right and i'm sure yeah. he would have jumped at the money because he's injured also right now so you will take that money no matter what anyone says what your uh what your selling power is when you're injured you will take the money which is at hand because mm-hmm. you know you, you don't know how you'll recover from that so in that perspective i mean yeah. russell and he's little old also plus he's, he's 33 it's not he's, too old. okay yeah, 33 i mean yeah. yeah but you can see that cricket has taken a toll on his body with mm-hmm. all the injuries in the last couple of years and narayan even though there is that issue of the dodgy action mm-hmm. i think he's more uh, uh, you can rely on him for his fitness because he's a spinner of course and what not and he's not the greatest fielder in the world but yeah so there's no possibility of him getting injured all that often also mm-hmm. i think he's a pinch hitter i mean depending on how you utilize mm-hmm. of course all that mm-hmm. stuff so that's why i went with him and plus you know his combination with varun chakravarti the mystery spin duos you keep that combination that's why i went and tripathi because he's so underrated like yeah. i mean i don't think he will get like he'll go to a good i mean any central franchise will get him and i still feel he'll be undervalued oh yeah because 100%. there are plenty of other franchises i mean like more brand name players ahead of him so yeah so that was my rationale but you know i get why they went to the russell there is that you know they had that association with him and you know when he is in top form and fitness there's no other player they would rather have in your team so true yeah i think that's I mean, exactly why they're picking it Yeah, I'm so, picking nets, but yeah, yeah you know, you you have to weigh these factors when you're doing the retention, right? So like that's why I went for that. But yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be too down on them. But yeah, it is a decent enough. But uh, if, so, you, if you actually remember the the retentions from uh, 2018, I think was that the last mega auction. or or 2017 yeah yeah so from 2017 yeah. this is exactly the top two retentions that they had were russell and narayan uh and mm. i think that's that's all they stuck with that that's this that's this season they let rather than they go right and uh so what my rationale is that i i totally agree with 
uh, what they take. Okay, so uh, if you remember the list that I sent you, this is exactly my retentions. It's just that I had uh, um, Narayan second, and I had Venkatesh Iyer last. But they've done like a, a interesting mix in terms of their breakup. They've gone twelve, eight, eight, six, uh, kind of keeping Chakravarti and Venkatesh Iyer happy uh, at the same time. But um, I, I, if it was me, I would have actually not kept Varun and gone with Shubman Gill. But I'll get to it later for selfish reasons why in my list I still had Varun over Shubman Gill. Uh, but but yeah, I get your rationale in terms of Andre Russell, like you know, having issues with his fitness. But I think what they've kind of gone for is that Russell, because you know, West Indies players do not prioritize playing for their country. Everyone knows that now. They they probably paid T20 World Cup to T20 World Cup, and in the middle they're just kind of chilling. Uh, so what I think they've they've tried to do with Russell is that they've said, you know what, we're still paying you the big bucks. Uh, Twelve million dollars is close to you know one point eight million US dollars, uh, right? Twelve million, twelve twelve crores, I mean. Uh, so what what they've told Russell is that you know what we're we're still paying you this money. You're thirty three years old. We know. You are a great player, and we want you to prioritize the IPL. And he'd just be like, "Great, yeah, I'd probably play the the number of leagues that I play. I'd probably cut that down by half because I'm still going to make money at the IPL, and I'm going to come here. Kind of what like like what AB did, right? Uh, post his retirement, he played what three games in the Big Bash, and he played yeah. a couple games of local domestic cricket at at South in in South Africa, and then he came to the IPL." So what that kind of does when you're entering your mid thirties is that you pick your battles rather than just going all out like a maverick twenty-two year old, right? Uh, so I, I'm all fine with Anil Rasul. I understand they want to stick with the Varun Chakravarti Sunil Narayan duo, especially given that May, especially May, the month of May is so hot in India that all the tracks kind of start. Crumbling apart, and when you have two quality spinners in in both these players, it kind of helps out. And I think what they have in Venkatesh Iyer, I don't want to, uh, I, I won't say of the same caliber yet, but they kind of have a replacement for for Russell. If you think about it. maybe someone who's not as athletic and as, as strong, but they have a player who can give them 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 two overs a game minimum with the ball, uh, is is a more than decent fielder and. Gives you a lot with the bat, and and maybe maybe more in terms of technique than what Russell does. Because I'm not saying Russell doesn't have any technique. You do need some sort of logic to that madness, the method to that madness. I would say, uh, but he is kind of like a replacement to to Russell. Uh, so yeah, I think they've done a decent job. And and if you look at the amount of money that they're shelling out, they're shelling out 34 crores in terms of money. But obviously they lose the the 42. in the in the auction just like everyone who who you know loses out i mean not not loses out retains four players so yeah that, that that i would say is my thought uh with the gill logic i'll i don't know i'm thinking should i save that for the auction or should i bring it up later uh we'll see we'll see how it goes uh but yeah should we just move on to mumbai now yep yeah uh again an, another i won't say straight forward one but I think it was no, uh, there were no doubts about the fact that Hardik was not going to be retained, right? Like, I, I, I mean, everyone, everyone kind of knew that, you know, given the kind of form he was in in the last IPL, 
and the fact that he balled minimalistically uh, in the World Cup, uh, the T20 World Cup that is. Diva. And, yeah, yeah. Diva. Okay. And, yeah, me and Thomas were discussing this that Hardik's kind of reminding me of like a diva because he's just being so pricey about his bowling. He's like, I, I can't do it against, you know, I can't do it against Pakistan, but I pull it out against Afghanistan. Like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> it just it just made no sense to me, uh, and I think yeah the question was that out of Surya Kumar Yadav and and Ishan Kishan which player would they go for? Personally, I felt like they should have gone with Ishan Kishan, given that um, he could have opened with Rohit left right combination gives you a wicket keeping option. Also, if you do end up buying an opener who is better than 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 Kishan or or, or you know who is better suited to open with Rohit. People kind of forget that Kishan's best IPL season was batting at number four, which is one of the hardest positions to bat at in in, in T20s because it's neither a top order role and it's nor is it a finisher's role. So that's why I feel like Maxwell kind of affected that because he's just like screw it, I'm going to play my own game and just take it, uh, take 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 the bull by the horn, right? And I think one more factor that that kind of turned them off Hardik is the fact that he's personally told BCCI to not pick him in the team because he's going to work on his bowling for a while. So that kind of indicates that, you know, maybe even four months down the line when the IPL starts, uh, which is typically late March, early April, uh, he may still not be there with his bowling. And, you know, he still may be working on it. And and I do feel like uh, what made Hardik Pandya special is that he could bowl two overs. Like, I would still say 60% of his game is the, the finisher that he is. But just to add that little sweetener, you need him to ball a little bit. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, pretty straightforward retentions. Shout out to Kyron Pollard, though. Because I think, if I'm not wrong, he was bought for nine crores in the last auction. And he's playing um, for six now, which is kind of insane. Uh, but yeah, I think they've done a decent job given the, the wealth of talent that they have, they're still going to probably go and try to buy some of them back. But with 48 crores, it's going to be a little difficult. But yeah, Thomas, any any additional thoughts on Mumbai? I mean, they have the biggest advantage of having to having retained two captains. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have that thing. So, they've taken up I and mean, they've just fucked to the competition. Mind my French, they've just like, <laughs> nobody really can like take a captain option like that if you get what I mean. So True. that's what I would say. Yeah. So other than that, yeah, even I would have gone for Kishin for the reasons which you enumerated. And yeah, yeah I think he has a higher ceiling compared to Sky. So True. keeping yeah, that in unintended. mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because skies don't have ceilings. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Limitless. Uh, sky um, is <laughs> limitless. Yeah. So yeah, I think yeah that they given that they could only retain four and and like you know if you start adding players to the mix who are probably worth this um, you know the the range of 6 to 16 you you do have kishan you do have hardik i would say even krunal is worth about 6 crores minimum right uh, and then you you have trent bolt who's worth 6 crores i would say even quinton lecock breaches that uh, barrier so you know that that's a problem when you have about eight players that you can potentially retain uh, and then you have to boil it down to four. It, it is, there are going to be people who disagree, but I feel like uh, 
if they if they have taken that personal choice and back surya kumar yadav because he's more in the now uh, i think that's their personal prerogative and and if that's the choice that they've taken they, they should stick by it and then hopefully it pays dividends for them but given the amount of success that they've had and and me and thomas support two teams that are not mumbai indians uh, we would be like you know what i hope this was the wrong decision and i hope kishan kills it elsewhere uh, so yeah should we just move on to uh the one of the two elephants in the room uh which is punjab kings yeah i think uh, i'm going to take think, this yeah take it please yes thank you thank you thank you uh so yeah we uh, i think on the lead up to the auction i was very concerned because the last uh, three days the fabrizio romano equivalent <clears throat> of the ipl auctions oh my god my bam <clears throat> bam again like something in my throat this may be like rahul uh, trying to curse me before i go all out on him <laughs> so so yeah mayank agarwal and arshdeep singh is who they have retained but in, as i was saying in the lead up to the auction espn cricket for which has been probably the most reliable source uh, for the auctions because they have basically nailed every every brief i would say so far uh, actually I, i think they do have 100% record they got it all right because they they did uh, mention that rashid was still negotiating and they they did mention that uz devdat and uh, what's his face harshal didn't reach a agreement right and they they did confirm yeah, siraj so. about an hour before the auction so i mean before the retention yeah. so they they had a 100% record i'm just going through it and they do so good good job i yep. i kind of interned for them so i feel a little proud uh, but but yeah <laughs> i have nothing to do with them <clears throat> so because uh cricket for in, in the lead up to the retentions uh were kind of reporting that punjab still hadn't retained anyone and there were multiple reports from a few other semi reliable sources that they were probably going to go in with no uh players retained but they went with mayank agarwal in the end and they've gone with arshdeep singh who i if i'm not wrong thomas you rate arshdeep singh higher than i do right uh yeah I do. Yeah, because like, you I mean, you love it. You absolutely love it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I, I didn't expect to, but like there is this like, I mean, he, he's like this guy, you know, like this try-hard guy, and uh, yeah, I mean the like, fact that he uh, runs I, after balling every. He ball. reminds me of. <laughs> yeah, he reminds me of the Siraj way, like mm-hmm. uh, how, like you know, he, like how. from where to where he's gone so that's why i had this soft corner for him yeah and and i i but think, uh, in, yeah. in this case i probably would have taken like bishnoi over uh, over uh, arshdeep but i think yeah. there was the thing of the money right uh, because yeah because i think bishnoi was already uh, getting paid in the 3 to 4 crore range on his current contract so he's probably looking for a pay rise and i think all all the players would have gotten an inclination that this is as this is probably the last mega auction so they'd be like okay we can't we can take our chances in a mini auction but uh let's just try to get the mula right now right uh so yeah i'm yeah. i'm kind of glad that <clears throat> at least we have uh you know someone who is captaincy material and we know that he is because he's been with the franchise since 2017 and uh He's Karnataka, right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> he's he's 
um you know in his early 30s i think he's 31 if i if i'm not wrong i remembered hmm. checking that and i was i was just telling pop time yeah yeah, yeah exactly he's oh he's not in 30, oh he turns 31 in 2 months before the ipl starts which is yeah proper prime uh, could could be the leader you know has kind of uh, been around the indian circuit at least on the test side of things but but i was just sharing those numbers with with thomas before the you know the the the, the retentions happened because mayank's numbers are 441 424 and 332 runs in the last three seasons which i would say is pretty decent and last season he finished as the ninth highest run scorer obviously i'm i'm going to say this that we every every punjab fan would have preferred uh, to have had kl rahul but uh, yeah. uh, what what kl rahul's uh, jersey number with punjab one One okay, yeah. so I'm just going to yeah. call him one. He doesn't deserve his name to be told on this podcast. Oh yeah, one. Oh, he DGW. He has a his own collection with Puma called Wonder. Get it? The pun. Oh my! Because fuck. his number is one. Okay, yeah. can't yeah. even say. I'm calling him zero then. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> you can you can go ahead and call him that. But I, I'm probably. Hmm. Okay, I, I'm. I'm just going to say this. That's straight out of the bat. Like, I. I think the last two weeks, I've made my peace with the fact that he's leaving. Uh, and obviously, it was difficult. And and the the fact of the matter is that we were hearing rumors as early as our penultimate game in the in the league, the group stage, right? Like before he even played Chennai, there were rumors that Rahul's done after this. and the moment the world cup started there were rumors that that you know he's already told the franchise that he doesn't want to play and then in between there were rumors that he's just looking at getting an increase in his salary and then when the lucknow rumors started i was just um uh, i would say in the beginning i was devastated i'm not going to lie but i'm i'm fine now so it's okay this is a place of therapy yeah. now and yeah it's fine uh if he if he if he really wanted to leave right there's no point kind of making him trying to stay uh might as well you know build a new team around new players and i, I do feel like uh you know that whole mayank agarwal kr rahul prerogative was uh bogging us down in in a way because we we did become that team that you know if these two do not take us home then at least with the bat huh. we're not going to win games so i i do feel like you know with a with a improved purse and all and retaining mayank because mayank was you know the the I, at least now i can say in terms of character he was the better half in that relationship of rahul yeah. and, and mayank and and we retaining him right and and that's the thing mayank and rahul together was 70% of our runs last season and mayank yeah. was a good 30% so sure we didn't get the better half in terms of the statistics but i'd say in terms of loyalty we did and and like you know he is a calm character mayank seems more earnest right like i mean yeah he I does would i would yeah. say so too so, yeah yeah i mean uh, like it was very telling that the so satish man is is your what yes CEO he's a ceo ceo like he's a ceo yeah yeah he very pointedly say he was willing to stay the weekend then and it yeah. was a real jab at zero so yeah that's all i would say and i i mean i think everyone knows my thoughts on this and i i was in the least surprised when this came out yeah. and i mean let him whatever go to lucknow and enjoy 
whatever the fuck happens in Lucknow. Like seriously, just do I mean, whatever pretty, pretty you want. Pretty decent food, though, I would say, like in Lucknow. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I mean, I'm just like you. You do whatever you want because. Like he left his home franchise. Who gave him a chance? Because he literally was nobody before, and mm-hmm. on top of that, he literally left the franchise, which made him the player he is right now. No matter whatever misgivings they had behind the scenes, whatever circus yeah. they had behind the scenes, they place they bet on him. They bet the farm on him, and made him can they. A lot of stuff, you know. They needn't have made him the captain. They could have gone outsourced the captain. They got him one through the auction, and yeah. it was a huge leap of faith because he's not had any leadership role even in Karnataka. Also, so True. I mean, I I mean, I'm just like he can just die in the streets of Lucknow for all like. Okay, I think death is is a little extreme, Thomas. Uh, see, obviously, I'm I'm hurt as well, yeah. but the thing is, I I do like the player. Yeah, I, I I question the integrity, but I like the player. But yeah, I don't want to get too too much into KL Rahul. But what I yeah yeah. So what I I was kind of talking about is that is the retention strategy, right? So Kumble put out this video, and I, and honestly, I am stoked that we have a player who's been with us for four years, and this is going to be Anil Kumble's third season. I cannot believe we have retained a coach for three seasons in a row. It's blowing my mind right now. <laughs> but uh, good, good job, Satish Menon. Like I feel like I should clap for him right now. Uh, so, just, just because I, 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 I'm a Punjab fan and I'm as hardcore as they come. Right? I can't name all the coaches we've had because I'll, I'll lose track. <laughs> And I'm not even kidding. Like I, I, I think Tom Moody was our first coach, but I'm not sure. You know, that's how bad it is. <laughs> I'm, so I'm just, I'm just saying, dude. I have no idea. And if you ask me to name all whatever 14 captains that we've had, probably going into our 15th, I'll probably get 13. I'll get them right eventually, but I'll, I'll take a good 10 minutes, five, 10 minutes to get them right. <laughs> I'd probably miss out on Murli Vijay. I always miss out on Murli Vijay. You know, Murli Vijay was our captain briefly. <laughs> That's how yeah, I remember. That's how bad it got. Uh, but yeah, so what? What I I really like in terms of what Kumble said uh, is that he he mentioned that you know they were looking at the like he he was very candid in his in his interview. He said that we were looking at Sharuk and Bishnoi. but we couldn't reach an agreement in terms of the financials and even with the two um, and he mentioned shami as well for for everyone who feels shami was robbed because i did read a lot of comments saying that why wasn't shami taken so basically his logic was that uh, what they're looking at in terms of puran and makram especially is that if you had to retain both of them as the second retention uh, they'd have to get 10 crores minimum or around that that ballpark figure Uh, they're taking so, up 10 crores basically. Like even yeah, if they get less, yeah, they're, they're going to take up in terms of the purse. So what they 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 said is that they're going to target getting both of them under that that kind of price point. And the same thing with Shami. And and to be honest, Shami is not going to get 10 in the auction. I think everyone knows that. Exactly. Uh, so yeah. I do feel like it's a good tactic. And 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 the thing is, it's not. Uh, like some people could come back later and say, you know what, the auction dynamic was such that all the teams 
had good Indian fast bowlers except two or three that are fighting it out and then Shami gets 11, kind of like how Jairavunatkar does. But that's like a very extreme case scenario. It's like, I'm, I'm sorry to be like offensive to RCB, but when Yuvraj Singh was in his peak, they let him go while he was making 14, thinking that they'll buy him for cheaper. But the fact of the matter was, there was a demand for Yuvraj and Yuvraj, you let him go in a mini auction if I wasn't wrong. Uh, so, yeah. that kind of inflates the value even more. So, I'm, I'm, I feel like I can sign a bond right now that Shami, Puran and Makram are going to go for under 10 in the auction. I don't know which team is going to buy them, but they're going to go for under 10. All three of them. So I feel like in, in, in hindsight, it's a good decision. Even, even honestly, Mayank would have gone for under 10 crores as well. But I feel like if you wanted to uh, have some sort of continuity in terms of the leadership group or even Mayank potentially as captain, uh, that's probably a price. Loyalty bonus as well and, and consistency bonus, I would say, as well. Right? Like scoring 400 runs consecutively in two seasons is no mean feat in the IPL. It's a very difficult league to do well in. And, and he's, he's, he's done well consistently and he's even led the team when, when um, our, our said ex-captain was uh, out with appendicitis, right? And, and I, I felt like that game, he did do a decent job. I want to kind of point out on one thing that, that Mayank did that, that game is that Riley Meredith was balling exceptionally well. So he gave him three overs in the power play consecutively and gave Riley Meredith the new ball because he was balling well. And I think he did end up getting Prithvi Shaw out. He, he kind of troubled Dhawan, but then Dhawan kind of took Delhi home and we didn't have any other bowler who was doing well that, that day specifically. So, I feel like he did have a little more aggressive approach to captaincy compared to KL. Uh, but I did like KL's calm demeanor and how, you know, he he kind of trusted his bowlers. I, I even, even that first game against Rajasthan, which they, they did win, Arshdeep got hit for a boundary on the first ball. And KL was just calm as ever. And he's just like, you know what? You got this, man. I trust you. So, I am going to miss that, but it's okay. I think we have to move on because this, this is obviously a relationship that's, that's over and you need to move on. And yeah, that, that, that's what I wanted to kind of say about these two retentions. And hopefully, we can, we can buy some of the core back, but I'm not uh, super attached anymore because I, I, for the last three days, I've been believing that we're not going to be doing it. So, honestly, two is a bonus. Two is, I'm, I'm doubly excited. Because I was hoping we'd get one. <laughs> but yeah, what's your take on, on the retention so far? I mean, I think you did well with the cards you were dealt. That's yeah. what I would say. I mean, yeah. if Shahrukh, I think the bad luck was Shahrukh Khan hitting the last ball six. If he hadn't oh. done that, then he wouldn't have... Demanded more. I mean, I, I don't know, but yeah, that, that's what I would say. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, like moments like that, no matter what anyone says, it's all sensible and whatnot. Those sorts of moments, they like, play a big role in how mm. owners go for. Actually, you, you know what I was actually thinking? Whatnot. Because, I mean, I was very keen on having Shah Rukh or Bishnoi. I, I did feel like what, what Punjab could have done is that if Mayank agreed on 12, right? And Arshdeep agreed on four. They could have gone up to Sharuka Bishnoi and said, you know what, we're going to have a deduction of 20 anyway. But uh, because Mayank has come on a little discounted price, why don't we give one of you to the two crows? And then you come on board. 
Uh, that that they could have done, but I think again, yeah, Shahrukh feels like he's probably going to get seven or eight in the auction. Hmm. So yeah, I mean, it's it's fair, fair, fair point, I would say. But I'm I'm actually looking forward to this rebuild, especially given that it's going to be probably the last mega auction, and and I do feel bad for Anil Kumble because he never got, you know, that clean slate which he could work with. He he's kind of always been working with. You know this this management that's always rumored to be in turmoil, and it's not even a rumor anymore. It's pretty clear that the management's pretty mm-hmm. crap. And but at least he kind of gets to be on that auction table with the highest purse, and and says, you know what, this is my vision for the team because I'm a big fan of the the test the test team that Anil Kumble built as with his brief stint in his his coaching time for India. Right, I I, I really like that test team because that was the in that we took to the west indies and we we would beat them in four days and it was kind of unheard for india to win series abroad and i think a lot of people forget that that before avishastri came kumble kind of did ignite that test team abroad with his aggressive style of coaching and and you know his disciplinary attitude so i do feel like he has a few foggy uh, elements to him so i'm i'm looking forward to the rebuild to be very frank yeah Yeah okay Rajasthan now Yeah uh, and then Rajasthan. yeah yeah we yeah, have Rajasthan now, RCB but, and Sunrisers to go uh, yeah so i think we can race through Rajasthan and RCB Sunrisers will take a bit more time but yeah Rajasthan, i think even RCB may be a later but yeah Rajasthan okay I'll, let me put it this way right i think Stokes and Archer yeah. have been out of action for too long for them to be considered yeah. um, and Josh Butler yeah. is the best I would. I mean, I don't have any qualms about this anymore. Uh, Josh Butler is probably at least for me. Yeah, he's the best opener in the world. Uh, I would say zero is close. Yeah, zero is close to be honest. Uh, but but I think Josh Butler just with his three sixty uh, degree kind of attitude and and oh my god, that innings at Sharjah in the World Cup where he scored a hundred. Yeah, yeah. I was blown away. I was blown away, and and I'm going to be honest. I was intoxicated at the time. I was at a friend's house, and I had just gone uh, to the washroom for a bit. And I'm like, "Hey, England's playing, right?" So while I was washing my hands, I just put the match on for a bit, and I I watched the last 15 minutes of his innings in the washroom, where he kind of raced from 50 to 100, and then I rewatched that innings completely. Because I was blown away by that innings, and I feel like ten crores is a steal. Because I think Butler could have gotten fourteen in the auction, <laughs> just the kind of player he is. So I think good, good negotiation skills from Rajasthan to to lock Butler down, and then they probably lock down his his opening partner for the future as well, which is Jashasvi Jaiswal, and then you have locked down your number three as well. So the top order is sorted, okay, and they so need to build on the rest. I am I am skeptical about Jaiswal. I think they should go on Sakaria. I mean, I, I, that, now that's the thing, right? Your list had Sakaria, mine had Jaiswal. Okay, yeah, but like I'm uh, in the respect, like see, they retain three batsmen now, essentially speaking, and yeah. two wicketkeeper batsmen. They don't have a, they don't have any all-rounder or bowler to build around to have like a base around, and mm-hmm. I think Chetan Sakaria would have been the ideal bowler to build around. Because he's a left armer, he got a lot of thing, and I don't think no. But again, he's he's capped, right? No, he's capped. Oh, he's capped. Yeah, yeah, oh, in the Sri okay. Lanka series, he's capped. 
I think that's where yeah, even I, the, when I made my list. Like a, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, a it hazes past your brain, dude. Like, I'm so grateful because Arshdeep was a, was a net bowler in that series as well. He could have very well been picked. But I'm glad that he wasn't. Because <laughs> it saves okay. us money to, to potentially yeah, buy I mean, someone. Yeah. I, I mean, how much would the third, if they were retaining three, how much would the third guy would have gotten? Seven, I think. Seven or six. Yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, I think that's a good enough investment for them. Like, you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're just building for the future, right? So. Yeah, I, I do. But again, I been, think Rajasthan historically my... have been a bigger money ball team than Punjab, right? Like just the, the, I think barring last the I mean, last two seasons, they know how to do. They know how to do money ball better than. No, the, no, the, no, the, no, no. I'm not, I'm not gonna agree to that. I would say they did it right in the first season, but post that they've not done jack. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean they've had some interesting. And honestly, our our, covered, our, but our, yeah, I mean, our uh, analogy is in money ball. Our analogy is money save, and and figure out what you can yeah. do with what's saved. What what Rajasthan do is they 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 do kind of invest a lot in younger talent, which I agree they, they do it well. And what they typically do is they and, invest in young talent and, and they ex, extravagantly and they on, on foreign players. Exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah. Which is yeah. and and yeah, I do feel like Jaiswal. I think for me it was always Jaiswal in my in my head because uh, I would say I've been following the domestic circuit, but I've I've seen him bat and I really like what I see. And I feel like it's a punt that you have to take. I mean, if you remember, Thomas, uh, in 2010, I think when 2010 or 2011, that was a mega auction year. And uh, a certain uh, Delhi boy was the only person who was retained by RCB. Uh, yeah. It was Virat Kohli, right? Uh, it wasn't. I yep. think he had he 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 had just played one game for India, one or two games for India, because it was 2010, if I'm not wrong. And yep. he, so he wasn't even like an established star at that point, and he was the only retention. Uh, and so that's the thing. Like I think those punts pay off. It paid off for you guys. We tried to take that with Manan Bora back in 2000. <laughs> I think the next one, 2014. Yeah, 2010, 2014, 2018, 2022. And I'm talking about season-wise. So that means RCB took that punt in 2009, and he had just played one year of IPL cricket around that time. So imagine how that punt paid off. No, 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 no pun to punt. So uh, not Rishabh punt. Not talking about him. But but yeah, I think this is a punt they're taking because you have Sanju Samson, who I would say is like you know if I would if I was to divide players into births, Sanju Samson's like. He's like three three inches away from making the Indian team every year, and then he just screws it up when he makes it. Uh, so I would say he is he is an India team caliber player. Josh Butler is as creme de la creme as it gets, and Yashasvi Jaiswal is a punt. So again, this is money balling at its finest. Uh, so Rajasthan, uh, I think they've done. Yeah, but and yeah, I know. Like, I mean, Sakaria adds more balance and yada yada yada. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, I I take your point. I think it's just that the capped player kind, and maybe you never know. Like Sakaria may have even said, you know what, I'm capped now because you don't know what what the scene is with these players anymore, man. Like the fact yeah, that yeah. Vishnoi asked for more than four, or maybe if they would have said that, you know what, Maya agreed for twelve, you can come for six. If he still didn't come, and he's not in someone who's played for India, he's not even come close yet. Uh, so yeah. I don't know. You, I mean, you're you're an RCB fan. You lost. 
KL Rahul and Chahal in the same intention. Now you've lost yeah. Chahal twice, yeah. right? <laughs> so yeah, what's Chahal's uh, jersey number? I don't, dude. You may buy him back. I'm just saying, don't need to mess around with that too much. No, but like, I mean, I'm just. I, just, I don't I, know. You should know this. I, Why would I know this? I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just. Asking. Have you just? Have you just chose to forget? Like, just, like just, just decided to forget. Okay, his ODI yeah. short number is three, and his T20I short number is six. That's what it says on Google, but there's nothing written about RCB. He's three. Okay, I'm just He's three, okay. agree so with you. I'm gonna call three. him. Yeah, so just calling him three. I thought I, yeah. I was so sure you were like looking for some kind of weird pun about the number three, but you just couldn't conjure no. one up in the last minute. It was hilarious. That weight was just amazing. Like I loved it. You're like the number is three, so I'm gonna call him. And in your head, you're like three musketeers. <laughs> no, that's positive. Trident. No, that's like Poseidon's weapon, and he's a god. <laughs> I don't want to give him that. And then you were like Trishul, but you're like, no, no, I don't want to upset any Hindus. Uh, <laughs> and then you're just like, you know what? I'm going to call him three. I'm like, okay, no. love it. Uh, yeah, so I think this is a great transition to RCB. Actually, if you think yep, of it, yep, it yeah, is. It is. So yes, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it is more or less expected, right, on these lines. Yeah, because, yeah, um, I think because like, you kind of uh, heard the news about Dev that not even getting into the negotiations. Right? Yeah, for a while. Yeah, so I, I think so again, I think, a cap player. I think it's the yeah. same problem with Sakaria. Yeah, yes, correct. So has so, the right to ask for more money, uh, and yeah, rightly I mean, so. He has an IPL century, enough. man. Like, yes, fair enough. I mean, I I really wouldn't like big Rajan going mm-hmm. for more. If we, I mean, I I I'm pretty sure we're getting asked for more money. That's that's what my, what I, that's my gut feeling. Yeah, because, I think uh, you'll definitely chase him. You you want to get him back. Yeah. But I think your yeah, priority think we'll would be a new captain him. as I well. I think we will. Yeah, probably, but I think we have that with Maxwell. But I mean, I mean, I don't want to go into the brains of Mike Hessen because he's yeah. just a genius. But uh, actually, you know, I feel uh, like Oyen Morgan I mean, could be a I, great captain for this team because you have players who. Uh, know uh, no, I. True, and you but do need a finisher at number five to. since AB left, right? Yeah, but I, I, I looking, I've just looked at his IPL record and. It's, not the greatest. I mean, yeah, I, I, I would go for a Warner. I mean, like, you, I mean, I think to be the, very frank, if if RCB bought by looking at IPL records, Glenn Maxwell would have never made your team. Just true, saying, but Just I saying. don't know. I, I don't know. Um, Morgan, I don't know. I, I there's a very fraudery, fraudy thing about him. I mean, I don't know. That's, that's I mean, maybe that's opinion. what you need, man. You've just been going with legitimate. Match winners for so long, <laughs> and then yes, we have been screwing it up when it matters. Maybe a little fraud would take you. And and you know what? I feel like there are captains that have this, like you mentioned last time, right? They have this aspect of luck that goes their way. I feel like Dhoni and Morgan are similar in that sense. And Dhoni has it more hmm. than Morgan does, which is why he won the final. But because both of them hmm. have it more than the other six teams, they both made the final. I guess, but I mean, I I really won't be celebrating if we get him. 
just saying. I mean, I mean, I was just I saying. I, it just popped in my head, you know. I was like, so you have Kohli who can open or play at three. Uh, you have Maxwell yeah. who's nailed on at four, and you have Siraj who's who's the Indian bowler you're going to build around. And then I'm like, you guys lost. Yeah, three, I, 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 I really captain. wanted us to retain Siraj, and I was I, so happy when we got him. Like I mean, like I was I was body. a little against it. I I I mean, I I love Siraj. I love him as a character, but I, I was kind of looking at Purple Patel and and, uh, and hey, Purple he, Patel. Okay, let me let me get this straight. Even though I am like the most Homer guy over here, yeah. Even you are Homer, but I I think I'm a very optimistic Homer. Yeah. Even then, also I I don't think he can replicate that. Of course, season. I'm just saying, dude. Again, I think Siraj took 12 wickets. I'm just saying, last season, right? 12 or 13 wickets. Yeah. And and Purple Patel took 30, right? So let's say you cut that by half. If Purple Patel takes 15 with the same economy, I'd still retain him. Just saying, that's my personal. Uh, I guess. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I I'm not too disappointed with with who we went with and let. Three go wherever he wants. We'll get Rahul Chahar or Bishnoi. What Rahul? Oh, so you're you're just going for? Oh, why not get Bani Du Hasranga or a return yeah. for the great no, Tamesh Shamsi? <laughs> Homecoming. Okay, man. I, I, <laughs> or Rashid Khan. Who knows? Like Rashid Karamati Khan. Dude, Rashid Khan's going in the draft. It's no no question about it anymore. Yeah, I'm mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, even I don't have any hopes for him. I don't you know, know when the draft is. Knows. Either he's going in the draft or he's suspended for a year with one. Okay, okay. I think let's go to Rashid Khan. Another seamless transition. Oh no! Hello, I haven't had my words on RCB fully. What is this? Oh, I thought you said you wanted purple Patel. I I, you yeah, there. you didn't let okay, me speak. Continue. I wanted purple and I wanted UZ. Uh, UZ obviously. Uh-huh. Whatever didn't work out for a second time in a row. Number three. Like, like actually, I want to check how old Uzi is so he can pull this shit off three times if you buy him again. Thirty-one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can. Dude, he can. Imagine, imagine they say, you know what? We're gonna take five years to figure out this draft system. So let's do another mega auction in four years, and you get Uzi. You know, he gets crowned as. The the highest wicket taker ever at the Chinnaswamy. Then he picks up his two hundredth wicket, and then when he's thirty four, because he's a spinner, you're just like, you know what? We're gonna retain you again, and and we'll pay you nine crores this time. And he'll be like, no. <laughs> I would laugh so much. Oh my god, that'd just be hilarious if he denies you three times, <laughs> and then you buy him back again. It'll just be the Again, funniest story in the world. <laughs> okay, the player like even Kyron Pollard, right? The man wears gold chains. He's like, prob. I would say he's like the. I would arguably say he's the second best captain in the league right now <laughs> because I'm not sure what Tony's role is going to be next year. <laughs> and and the first best captain is is his captain. <laughs> so. Yeah. Right, and he agreed to come for six. I'm sorry. Who are you, Yuzvender Chahal? Who are you? <laughs> Just like <laughs> no, he's adding his he's adding his chess skills into it. You know? He thinks that oh. will be good enough. Queen's you know? Gambit. Yeah, Queen's Gambit. 
Okay, nice. Okay, yeah. So that was that was my thing that I wanted the two of them, and I do feel like Dave that is a shame, but yeah. Otherwise, Hassan's done a done a good job. Uh, I yeah, thirty three crores decent deduction, and yeah, you have fifty seven to rebuild, uh, which is a pretty pretty down good cost. Uh, okay, seamless transition into Sunrisers now. Actually, no, no, I'm going to give you a seamless transition. Okay, I'm going to earn it. Uh, okay. Seamless, so the seamless transition that I'm going for is, hey, we were talking about captaincy options, right? How great would it be if the person that denied you the best chance for you to win an IPL, right? Which was David Warner in 2016, uh, would come and captain RCB. And which team did he play for? Sunrisers Hyderabad. Okay, let's go for Sunrisers Hyderabad. <laughs> that is yeah. like that's your transition. You were reaching. You were no. reaching. I mean, one of you okay. reach. I you gotta reach for the stars, mate. That's how. That's how you do okay. it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But I'm just saying, he, cool. he would be a good op- captaincy option. Come on, think about it. If you don't get Dave that, yeah, I mean, only, I, only I, I would love opening, to get it. right? And then oh, just imagine the left hand three fiery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three exactly. fiery people. Oh, it would be perfect. Exactly. So, and, and then one as like, captain, and and Maxi as vice captain, and Kohli as leadership group. Oh, they're winning then, like for the next three seasons. The like, coming. Mean, no, um, but one is thirty-four. But okay, uh, okay, sir. It's not Chennai Super Kings that you play for the next <laughs> uh, six years. <laughs> Like, like the moment he turns 35, RC will like start coughing and be like, oh, fuck, no, no, he's got to go now. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll, we'll mummify him, you know, we'll start the process of mummifying. Just make him a vampire or something. <laughs> yeah, but then he can't play gone. day games. He can't play day games. <laughs> well, fair enough. I think we'll just uh, leave it to my then to handle the toss and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, they'll be like, oh, we're we're batting first and Warner's batting at 11 when the sun sets. <laughs> this is how it's going to be. <laughs> okay, sorry, Warner, if you're ever listening to this. It's just 12.42 and I'm kind of sleepy, so this is how it's going. Yeah, uh, same, yeah. But yeah, okay, Sunrise is Hyderabad. Uh, I think oh, another yeah. elephant in the room to discuss with him, with this is Rashid Khan who denied being retained because uh, from what so uh, I think everyone knows this that that Ifan Pathan was a mentor uh, for the JNK team right so he's really close to Abdul Samad and Umran Malik and uh, two three days back he came on the Star Sports retention show and he said that Umran Malik and Abdul Samad have been contacted by Sunrise Hyderabad and the negotiations close and he kind of mentioned that I mean, I'm pretty sure they would have mentioned to him that that Kane Williamson and Rashid Khan are the two preferred options to be the first two retentions. But now Rashid Khan being, I would say, arguably the best spinner in the league, right? Like Uzi, Uzi on his day is better or, or the same as Rashid. But I think Rashid just adding that mystery in terms of which way is it turning and, you know, the faster action, he kind of takes yeah. it away from Uzi. Uh, so for me, he is the best spinner in the league, and just being that that, that, and he that bats terrifying, well. yeah, and he bats well. He's a good fielder. That that ter- terrifying, great fielder, uh, terrifying spinner. What I feel <laughs> like he he adds is just just so much value. And he was making nine crores 
uh, up till this season based on the auction value that he he had in the last oh. auction. Um, so basically, he he was looking at being the first attention and possibly making sixteen. But they said no, they want Kane Williamson as the first attention, which is which is the right thing to do given that Williamson is their captain. Uh, and now, okay, as, can I go against the grain here? Sure. I think Rashid Khan is worth sixteen crores. Oh yeah, he is. He's definitely worth it. Yeah. yeah, and I don't think Williamson has that much of an ego that he would have put much of a fight. I, I think, or there are so many ways they could have done this. I felt, I mean, see, Rashid wanted to be the highest paid guy at Sunrisers, which is the obligation, and I agree with him. They could have matched like, their salaries. Is what you're saying, maybe? Yeah, yeah, something like that, or given that like an extra crore to fate his ego, like that. And I think he is like the whatever he's the right-handed version of Jadeja. In yeah. that respect, if you think of it, maybe less uh, talented with the bat. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, and less uh, talented with the uh, with the on the field, but his bowling more than makes up for it. Like yeah. He's miles a better bowler than Jadeja. Like he's a four-over bowler compared to Jadeja being a two-over bowler. So all that stuff you think. I mean, for India, Jadeja is a four-over bowler, and he had two Man of the Match awards in the World Cup. I'm just saying. Uh, but yeah, I do agree that. Oh, but who was he I, see, playing? I would he was say playing. Jadeja is is a four-over bowler. It's just the team that he's in doesn't demand him to bowl four. But I saying that uh, Rashid Khan is a much better bowler than Jadeja. Yeah. Okay. Now, more uh, uh, more variations here. That's what. That's one yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So in that respect, yeah, you give Rashid Khan sixteen crores. Uh, in any case, I think Samad and uh, what is what's his name, uh, Umran Malik, uh-huh. they would have gone for four. In any case, that that's the yeah. max they could have gone. So eight over there. True. I I think could have given the extra like so if you retain Rashid that say so now uh, okay if you want to retain Williamson as your first guy give him sixteen. Uh, who, yeah. uh, how much would the second guy be earning in a four man? Twelve. 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 You yeah. add so like okay if you add tack on five crores extra on to Rashid Khan's nine it would come to yeah. fourteen I think he would have been satisfied with that I don't if, think so like, and I'll because, tell you why um, okay I mean, you can complete your true yeah, yeah so okay that is one way of going in so sixteen plus four plus eight so uh, fourteen plus eight so thirty eight they would have fifty two in the purse yeah uh, that's depending on I mean that's the that's a good estimation which we can come up with now. Sure. Uh, or make Rashid the highest paid player, but mm-hmm. you reduce from his thing. So you make him like 14, I guess. Mm-hmm. But you get capped for, uh, for 16, of course. Yeah. So yeah. 14 for Rashid, 12 to Williamson, and 4 mm-hmm. for. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's a fair enough in terms of um, the, the kind of divide. But uh, now, now this is where I'm coming in, right? So um, this is how I, I'm I'm going to talk about corporate strategy. Okay? So when you're at a job, at least I'm talking from a normal salaried employee, right? When you get an offer from a company outside, you ask for your company to pay you more than what that company is offering. Because you'd be like, you know what? I'm going to leave. 
and very you do ask them to match it at the minimum or you ask them to pay you more this is how like normal strategy hmm. works i myself Understood, used yeah. it last month and and it worked like a like a charm <laughs> Uh, yeah. and and like it ha- and and if if your current company doesn't match it you kind of use it uh with uh, maybe a third company which is exactly what i did uh, so uh what i'm i'm not going to mention any names though uh, but if you guys listen very often barring the the middleman company you would have guessed the the other two so so what yeah. what i think happened with rashid is that because he got that offer of 16 from lucknow right he would have said you know what and this is this is what i genuinely feel happened okay i think he would have kind of staged a 2018 kohli kind of scene where he would have said i want 17 i don't want 16 i want 17 and i want to be the first uh-huh. retention so now here's what would have happened right now because the second retention makes uh, 11 right i mean it makes 12 but then it it has to come down to 11 and what would have happened is that rashid would have said that oh i'm i want 16 so now now i want to make 17 because i'm getting 16 there uh now sunrisers also if remember this that they are a i would say they are a moneyball team but they don't overpay they never overpay they i think the only player they overpaid for in the history of their franchise is manish pandey and and even i would have done that because he he was coming off just two seasons before that he was coming off a man of the match in a, in a final uh, of the IPL right but even even then that was 11 i don't think sunrisers are the kind of franchise who pay 17 and and sure kane will say the value of each player right yeah and and i don't think they the, they're the kind of franchise who pay 16 as well i don't think they're that that team they may, maybe they would have done it if if uh, rashid would have insisted and he would have said you know what i want 14 minimum and then and i'm pretty sure kane would have been like you know what just give both of us 14 and you can pocket the two and or whatever i'll take 12 but i think for rashid it was an ego issue that i'm going to leave because you guys didn't listen to me first up because the moment the report came out that that rashid khan said that he wants to get paid more than kane williamson there was zero reports of of them kind of confirming that you know he's close to a negotiation they just they, i think the the lucknow yeah. lucknow kind of speculation this just this kicked off 12 hours later so and i think i think sunrisers being the kind of franchise that that you know whatever happened with warner right they i don't think they like um, their image to be tarnished um if hmm. that makes sense so i feel like the more it is already rashid, tarnished with warner yeah and i feel like the moment right. rashid so went went out and started talking to other franchises they're like you know what screw it we don't want this player uh we'll just hmm. we'll just stick so, yeah, with i think And we maybe try. I, mean, I think we value culture a lot more. I mean, I think they the do as well. Yeah. Because Rashid yeah, came; so he got four crores when he came to the the franchise, right? And like, I think for those of you who follow anything related to politics, know the kind of situation it is in Afghanistan. Like the economy is in shambles. Yeah. There is no economy. There's just terror. Yeah. Right now, right? So that's yeah. the thing. Like the the kind of background he comes from, and you know, playing these money games where I want two crores more than, you know, a, a world test championship winning captain, and someone who just came off, you know, making the world T20 final as a captain and probably played one of the best innings I've seen in a final. 
especially batting first on a on a wicket that was bound to be better while chasing. Um, yeah. You know, I feel like Rashid needs to value that kind of stuff. He he can't just take IPL credentials and you know what I slayed in the Big Bash and. I'm sorry, Afghanistan is not a cricketing powerhouse and you have not played the, the caliber of international cricket that Kane Williamson has. You need to respect that. You can't hmm. just say, you know what, I'm the best player, yeah. so I get this, this money. That's honestly something that I don't think Sunrise would have appreciated because we've clearly realized they're a no-bullshit team. The moment whatever went wrong with Warner went wrong, they did not give a rat's bottom side <laughs> when when when, you know, um, that whatever went wrong, went wrong. It's like, you know what, you're out the door. And I think the same thing happened with Rashid. You know, I'm, I'm, maybe this is a, a a tall order. I have a feeling that they're not even going to bid for him. Maybe they may do it to, uh, make, even to I... bid up. They may do it to get the bid up, but I don't think they're going to bid for Rashid. I think that that uh, that relationship is done. Yeah, that leaves a sad note in your sad uh... Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't think we yeah. and 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 if and this is obviously this is considering if he doesn't uh you know get picked up in the draft, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's just the kind of kind of team that that they are now, Sunrisers. Uh, and, yeah, and, and like I mean, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Can I put this out there? Mm-hmm. There is a possibility that uh, uh, Lucknow will be a <laughs> team full of snakes and rats. <laughs> that's if think true. of it. Yeah, imagine their first. If their first three picks are KL Rahul, Zero, uh, Khan, then and, and Khan and Hardik Pandya, or even uh, Hardik Pandya. Yeah, Hardik Pandya is not a snake. Come on, he's a diva. He's a diva. Basically, people who yeah, so people yeah. who don't have Again, the you know, best I, integrity. Obviously, for me, I feel like maybe it's the bias thing. I don't think Rahul has uh, too much of a snake. At, and uh, obviously. This is this. I'm I'm saying this, holding my my head because I'm like I don't want to get into this right now because I want to sleep. But I feel like I should. I owe it to the listeners who have stuck along. Yeah. Okay. So, you know what? Who remi- uh, Rahul reminds me of? Sibu Rahul Kortua. reminds me of about Kotwa. Yes. I thought so. So the yeah, Kotwa had the right reasoning. Uh, he mm. wanted to be closer to his kid. I mean, that's understandable. The way yeah. he went about it, it 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 uh, it uh, it fucks with your head. Like, I mean, and then the comments he said afterwards, you know, oh, it's the biggest stadium and all that. You remember, right? Like, yeah, yeah, said, yeah of course. If you when you're training over here, you see the standard and whatnot. Like, see, this this is one golden rule. Once you leave mm-hmm. an organization, you don't speak shit about that organization. At least, because what's done is done. <laughs> yeah, at least in public. Yeah, yeah, and whatever it is, whatever they would have said, like because in certain respects, I mean, like Chelsea kind of made quarter. I would say in this case, yep. uh, I mean, I, I don't think Rahul would speak. Shit. I don't think he has that uh, demeanor to speak shit about Punjab because I mean, yeah. I don't think he's that kind of guy. But uh, like the see, like what I'm talking about is they are leaking rumors. Before your campaign is even over, yeah. okay. But I, I mean, uh, it's a sinking ship. Like I mean, when you're on a sinking ship, the captain should not jump out first. He should be in the end. That's what I would say. No, no matter how bad the situation is, mm-hmm. you still have to 
stay till the end. Yeah. So that's that's why I have no opinion of zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, oh, yeah. Rashid Khan, you know, to degree, mm-hmm. I kind of agree because you know he's from Afghanistan. So yeah. uh, whatever it is, you know that there will be that mindset, you know, that I have to make how much ever I want because with Rashid Khan also, there's always a possibility that they could just ban him from playing yeah. altogether. You know, if they feel like it, you know, they thought, okay, if you're not going to play under the banner of Taliban, no, you are not. They're not going to allow you out to the country. You you know about the situation with Peng Shui, right? Yes, Peng yes, Shui, yes. the tennis player. Mm-hmm. It could be a situation like that. Yeah. Like, people don't even know where she is and what really happened to her. So that's in it. So uh, right now he can just have his nest egg. He can hide in some corner in the of the Western world. That's what I, that's what I would think. So I have a more degree of sympathy towards him. That respect, even though the way he's gone about it is a little brash, but yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. Point taken uh, in terms of Rashid Khan's uh, thing, but okay. I'm just saying that. So the, for some reason, uh, can you guess what the Afghan currency is called? Without uh, googling. Rupiah, right? It's Rupaya Afghani. How like. oh, original. Oh, okay. That's like calling okay. Hindustani or something like our uh, currency. Okay. But one Indian rupee is 0.78. I mean, 0.78 Indian rupee is one Afghani. So nine crore rupees is 11 crore 53 lakh 54,187 Afghanis. Now that is more money than what most Afghanistan, that, honestly, Thomas, nine crore rupees is one and a half million dollars. And he's made that for three years. And prior to that, he made four crores for two years. Uh, now, <laughs> I'm just saying, I do have some money for him that. 27, 35 crores, 35 crores. Now, if you take, if he wanted 16, oh, he would uh, be earning north of 80 crores. Yeah, and honestly, if, if he if he puts if he puts even one third of this into an into any index fund in any economy yeah. that is stable, right, hmm. for twenty years, and then with the rest of the two third, he lives in some corner of the Western world. His compound hmm. interest on his investment, even if it's as low as eight percent, which is the minimum in most countries, hmm. he would be fine. He not only he, his son, his grandson would both be fine. Yeah, but that's the thing, right? I mean, the like, I mean, we are kind of lucky that India has not come to that stage yet. Yeah. Wherein, like, you know, uh, yet uh, you could, you... could happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could happen, but I, I mean, hopefully it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what happens, you know, India is India, but the country and all that, but. Yeah, so I mean, I think the situation in Afghanistan has played a role over here. I feel because his family also, I think a lot of his extended family will be over there. I think he has to, I mean, if he wants to like get them out of the country slowly, slowly, you know, using his status as a cricketer, I think he needs that money. But you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think Sunrise are that kind of team, which I I don't think they don't care, but I mean, I don't think they want the hassle. That's all I would say. True. Okay, fair point. But I think what I was trying to get into in terms of KL Rahul is that 
I I I I do understand your this thing from a fan's perspective that you know he was a local the Nataka boy and and incidentally this 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 narrative has to do with Sunrisers as well because he was at Sunrisers and he didn't do well at all like I I still remember he was considered like this batsman who was playing too slowly and that was the kind of narrative that was being set but then he came to RCB and there was like this revamp in his in his batting style and he became a little more 360 and i still remember him playing a really good few pull shots like he does now even i mean he did for punjab but he does now for india uh, he did that for rcb as well and i was like wow dude this this kid's really good and uh, i think where where it went wrong for rcb is that they, i think it was a 2017 season where uh, rahul was out injured right so he didn't play a single game for the franchise and then uh, whatever you would have tried to retain him for the same amount of money or maybe a little more than what you gave safraz khan uh, and rahul because, has just uh, because he was injured and all that right because you have to consider all that stuff yeah of course you have to consider all that stuff but i think people are forgetting that he was coming off a t20 century uh, for india and so in usa right yeah but it was against west indies it wasn't against usa it was against west indies and the game was at fort lauderdale i know but they were playing in usa right so i mean fort lauderdale so i'm just saying uh, i don't know saying, like, so he kind of yeah, took a punt on himself and and then and and honestly rcb kind of missed out on another opportunity where they could have right to match uh, that that auction because the rtm card yeah, and you ended up true. losing it on pavan negi which is I would say it's the second worst decision <laughs> after yeah, not retaining, right? So, so yeah. But and 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 I'm not saying this because of you know him giving such great memories to Punjab and you know being our best batsman ever. Uh, but just for that that logic that you know his stock was higher, and even now, I, and I think Punjab would have matched his salary for with Lucknow. in a heartbeat just and and maybe just have gone with with KL Rahul we could have just said you know what we're spending 20 and we're done uh, we're we're going to buy players afresh now uh, just the one retention because they're very capable of doing that as well <laughs> but i'm just saying that that you know he didn't want to stay and yeah sure obviously you feel bad and i'm not going to go to the 00 whatever because he's given me I would say, but I I probably have a higher emotional connection with him than you do because with you guys I think it was just two seasons and only one substantial season in 2016, which I think you remember it more for Kohli than you do for Rahul. But for me, it's Kohli been just and AB. Yeah, for me it's just Gail Gail as well. Gail was that season was pretty good as well. Uh, but, yeah, he was good in the final, but yeah. yeah, and that is the one game he played well in, but. Fortunately, Kohli and De Villiers did match. They they had to fail in that game. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. Right. So the years <laughs> where I'm kind of coming from, where I feel like he's given me so many good memories for three years. So I'm just gonna say, you know what? All the best to well wherever. But I think the teams moved down now. Uh, is where I'm coming mm-hmm. from. But yeah, I think I'm I want to end the podcast with talking about the two uh, uncapped players that that Sunrise has got. So my family is from Jammu. So Abdul Samad and Umrah Malik getting picked up is is great. Even though now it's two different union territories, Jammu and Kashmir, but just just because I know what that that area kind of goes through on a day to day basis, just seeing two players you know playing for a for a franchisee 
uh, in the IPL, getting retained, kind of, you know, the the faith that they they they're going to play regular IPL cricket, barring any injuries for for the next three years. Uh, it's just super nice, and J and K represent guys. Good stuff to us, proud. But yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, I mean, it's great exposure for JNK, and you know, like, hopefully, not more talent will get identified yeah. from that region, you know, because it's a very undermined part. I mean, that's the wrong word, but it's underutilized, uh, not much. And I think so it's, has gone it's over for the, the reasons that are political, right? That that's yeah. probably why. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. I think things yeah. will improve, hopefully, slowly but surely. And and I think I mean without yeah, getting too political mean, again, two, yeah, these two I I really yeah, hope they do well and you know at least one of them get an India cap soon because I think for two reasons a they're from a part mm. that's kind of ostracized by the I would say by Indians mm. in general and b they by are the wider, offer, the larger public of India of, they they they're both of a religion that is also ostracized by India. Uh, I don't want to talk about it too much, but yeah. maybe just just look at the reactions that Shami got uh, in the World Cup. Uh, so yeah, mm-hmm. I think you you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Then, like you can just Google Mohammed Shami yeah. trolling T20 World Cup, and you guys will know what I'm saying. Yeah, so I yeah, I, I, I do I do really hope that uh, you know they both do genuinely mm-hmm. do very well, and I think given the kind of the the franchise that they're at, it's a great place for youngsters uh, to do well. Because they are a team that does invest in them. So. Sunrisers, they have a big network in JNK, I think, right? Because they, if I'm not wrong, they did buy Parvez Rasool as well, right? Oh, yes. They did. Uh, uh, they did. Maybe wrong. Yeah, I think they have I a good, good foothold of that. Yeah, yeah, probably. They do. And and, and yeah, maybe... And plus, I think you have to give their, their scouting some credit as well. Because, I mean, they... they if yeah, you, yeah. I mean, as an RCB fan, you know that they got Siraj as well. Uh, onto the scene. I know yeah. he was playing for Hyderabad in the Ranji, but but he played for yeah. Sunrisers first. Then mm-hmm. I think Siddharth Kaul broke onto the scene under them and then he ended up playing for India. You mm-hmm. have uh, Abdul Samad, you have uh, again Umran Malik, you have Rashid Khan, who was just an unknown quantity when he came to the IPL. Uh, so yeah, they, they, they do their scouting really well. And yeah, hopefully they they go on to do good things. They would do well in a draft scenario, putting it out there. Oh yeah, 100%. Maybe them and, and Mumbai in terms of their scouting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think good good note to wrap an unusually long podcast. I don't even know what the number is going to be on this one. I think this will be a to- two-parter. Ah, we have to make this a two-parter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool, cool. Alright, uh, I think yeah, this was great, guys. Kind of therapeutic, but it's 1 a.m. and I have work starting at 9.30. So I'm going to head to bed straight away. Uh, but thanks for tuning in. Uh, the IPL starting again, guys. Let's let's get on that hype train. Before that, let's get to the auction. And obviously, once we kind of know what the list is and, uh, you know, what the the, 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 yeah, basically what the, the other two teams have in terms of, their draft and yada, yada, yada. We're going to get into um, 
the details of the auction and we're going to do previews maybe not as extensively as we did the last time uh, because we need to conjure up fans of Lucknow and Ahmedabad which is going to be very difficult so we'll probably come up with something else uh, because I think so I, I, I know I'm, one guy who one friend of mine he's working in Lucknow maybe and he's I a Lucknow fan asking. already without knowing who anyone is yeah the, yeah, and I think he, I think it's India. We can find a Gujarati. We can find a Gujarati as well. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I think we we we'll, we'll figure something out. Maybe we'll we'll do. A, I don't know. We'll discuss this, Thomas. I think it's a logistical nightmare to yeah. to, to get fans on. Uh, yeah. So yeah, thanks for tuning in. What's the name of the stadium in Lucknow, by the way? It, no, I like uh, I, mean, I I really don't know. I think I'm too sleepy to. <laughs> Okay, cool. Even bother googling it. I'm. I've been trying to wrap this up, and you've just <laughs> refused uh, <laughs> the last two attempts. Yeah, I think this is the part of the podcast where where the listeners are just like, "Why the fuck is this guy doing this?" <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's it. Uh, from our end, we're gonna come up with series a series soon on. Uh, you know the the the. Auction preview and and maybe if if we kind of get I think the draft we'll do first. Yeah, we'll do the draft first. The draft. But I think we we'll probably do it after because I'm feeling the draft's just gonna creep up on us and they'll just be like, you know what, it's tomorrow. <laughs> so we we'll probably we'll probably get to the draft <laughs> uh, in terms of the results. Maybe not a preview preview because I think it's all yeah. the release players and there are probably at least ten of them who could be the potential six, right? Uh, so, so yeah, we, we, we get to that once the draft is done and, you know, uh, we have zeroed in, um, on the result of it. If you, I think if you got that pun, uh, uh, yeah. All right. Great. Uh, great. I think it was great to come back. It was nice to just talk mindlessly about the IPL and just say whatever we wanted to, um, favorite pastime mm-hmm. for me. Uh, so so yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. If if you're there right now, I think I'm not even gonna say that because I'm pretty sure the only people who are gonna listen to this end is the both of us. Uh so yeah, bye. Bye.